Praise the Lord. Well, it's Transition Sunday, and I want to speak on the now generation. Not the new generation, not the next generation, the now generation. How many want to be part of the now generation? Ecclesiastes 7 verse 10 says, Do not say, Why were the former days better than these? For you do not inquire wisely concerning this. Bible admonishes us not to live in the past. Well, I remember the good old days. Well, I remember the good old days too, and some parts were good and some parts weren't so good. Some parts maybe were better, but some were worse. Regardless, the Bible says, don't live with that kind of a spirit. Don't live in the past. God is a God of the now. The Bible says, don't live in the future. Don't try and project yourself, oh, one day things are going to be better. One day everything will change. One day there will be revival. I'm still waiting, but one day something's going to happen. God is the great I am. He's the God of the moment. He's the God of the now. He's the God who wants to stir our hearts to live vibrantly. He's a very present help. He's the God who was and is and is to come. He was in the past. He'll be in the future. But he says, my name is I am. I'm with you right now. I want you to live in the now. Luke 5 and 37, Jesus said, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. Old wineskins, brittle, rigid, unpliable. They don't get the new wine of the kingdom. No one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled. They can't take the movement. And the wineskins will be ruined. But Jesus said, but new wine, naos, Greek word, new in point of time, must be put into new, kainos, Greek word, ever new in quality, wineskins. New wine, what God has available right now, it's fresh in his kingdom, must be put into ever new wineskins. People that can adjust, people that can move with God, people that can carry on with the purposes of the Lord, and both are preserved. And no one having drunk old wine immediately desires new, for he says the old is better. Jesus said new wine must be put into new wineskins. We must maintain a new spirit, a fresh spirit at all times. Jesus was speaking to a people who couldn't move on with where God's move was. The old is better. I'm going to stay in the past. Jesus said the new wine is here, and the new wine goes into new wineskins. We can drink the best wine now in the presence of the Lord. You remember John chapter 2 when Jesus turned the water into wine? They said of him, he has kept the best wine until now. He didn't say last. He's kept the best wine till last. They said he's kept the best wine till now. And for all of us who can receive it and have a spirit of faith, we can drink the new wine of the kingdom in ever new wineskins and move on the rest of our life in the powerful presence of God, vibrant, strong in the presence of the Lord. This morning I want to 
give to you what I consider are the three greatest transitions in the Bible, ministry transitions. Number one, Moses and Joshua. Moses and Joshua, Joshua chapter one. Let's let the word of God speak to our hearts today beyond my words. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of a good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, you and all this people, and go into the inheritance. Well, I'm not dead yet. When I die, I'll let you know. But I trust I'm dead to myself and alive to the purposes of God. You know, when you're my age, 69 years now, you look at men and women of Scripture that have had long life and length of days, and you look with longing on them. Joseph, 110 years, and he died. Joshua, 110 years. Moses, 120. Aaron, 123. Miriam, probably 127 or 28. Priest Jehoiada, 130 years. 130 years. But whatever span of time God gives us, we must be part of the now generation. We must be part of a Joshua generation that says we're going to take the land. Whatever has been, has been. It's a change, it's a transition. And now we move forward, this people as a whole. We move forward in unity to establish the kingdom and do the works of the Lord. Moses said to Joshua, arise and go. Arise and go. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Be strong and of a good courage. Why was he emphasizing? Why was he repeating those words? Because Moses knew the enemies are strong. And if you're going to dis dispossess the enemies and take the land and establish the kingdom of Christ, it's going to take courage. It's going to take effort. The spirit of the natural man is to 
shrink back from the battle. Two other admonitions in the book of Joshua 13 and 1. It says, Now Joshua was old, advanced in years, and the Lord said to him, You are old, advanced in years, and there remains very much land yet to be possessed. How many say amen to that? There remains very much land yet to be possessed. As long as enemy powers and powers of darkness are abroad, as long as our sons and daughters are not serving the Lord as prodigal children, as long as the efforts of darkness go forth in this land and the undermining of policy and persecution, we have work to do. There is very much land to be possessed. There are many people that need the gospel and to hear the name of Jesus Christ. And then Joshua 18.3, Then Joshua said to the children of Israel, how long will you neglect to go and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? See, God had moved on, and God can move on, and sometimes we don't move on. How long will you be slack, the Bible says? How long will you neglect to go and possess the land? So this morning, we need to be part of a Joshua generation, a now generation that says, we will arise and go. We will take the inheritance. We will take the territory for the name of our Lord. Number two, Elijah and Elisha. Quite a transition. 2 Kings 2, 8 to 14. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. You've asked a hard thing. There's a price to pay for the anointing. There's a cost to the oil. There's a price to be paid for the mantle of God on a person's life and on a church. You've asked a hard thing. Do we want it easy? Do we want ease in Zion or do we really want to accomplish something for God? Do we want our spiritual ease or do we want to press the battle to the gates of hell? Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build my church. The church that Jesus builds, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. 
It's a church that's strong. It's prayerful. It's worshipful. It's faith-filled. It's powerful. I will build my church. Elisha cried out for a double portion. That's the portion of a firstborn son. Firstborn son in the family was favored, received twice as much inheritance as every other son in the family. Elisha said, I want a double portion. See, Elijah said, ask, what can I do for you? And the Holy Spirit is asking us today, every person's life, there comes a call. Ask, what do you want? What can I do for you? Elisha said, I want a double portion of your spirit. I want the mantle of God more than anything else in my life. I want to be a favored son. I want to live in the anointing. We know we're nothing in ourselves, but everything is ours by the Spirit of the Lord. We need the mantle of God so we can have breakthrough. We need the mantle of the Holy Spirit so things open up for us and the kingdom of God is established in our lives and the word of the Lord takes effect. My Father, my Father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And the mantle fell back from that chariot into the arms and into the hands of a willing and waiting son. When you have the mantle, you can do things that other people can't do. When you have the mantle, you can multiply provision on the table. When you have the mantle, you can bring dead things to life. When you have the mantle, you can subdue the earth. When you have the mantle, you can walk up to impasse. You can walk up to rivers like the River Jordan and strike the waters, and the waters open up, and a way is made for you in a time where it looks impossible. Note that Elisha didn't say, where is Elijah? The mantle didn't really belong to Elijah. It was God's mantle. Elisha just had it for a time and a season. He wore it for a time and a season, and now it belonged to Elisha. He said, not where is Elijah, he said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Where is the Lord God? And in the power of that name, he went on, and a now generation went with him. Number three, John the Baptist and Jesus. John three twenty-two. What a transition this was. The most glorious in the scriptures to me. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing in Anon near Salem, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom, who stands and hears him, rejoices greatly 
because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. So beautiful. For a number of months, perhaps up to a year, John the Baptist and Jesus of Nazareth walked together and worked side by side. John was baptizing, and Jesus was baptizing. John was preaching, and Jesus was preaching. John had disciples, and Jesus had disciples. What was Jesus doing? He was honoring unity. He was honoring continuity. He was esteeming the work of God. He was validating John the Baptist's ministry. He was honoring John the Baptist's ministry. And then he would shift on. What about John? What was he doing? What was his spirit like? He wasn't fussing and fuming, threatened by a new rising ministry that was destined to be more, far more glorious than his. He wasn't grasping for his ministry. He wasn't threatened by being displaced or replaced. Listen to his words. He must increase, but I must decrease. Those words were spoken, not first of Christ's preeminence in our lives, that he must increase and we must decrease. Those words were spoken in the context of ministry transition. John was saying his ministry must increase and mine must decrease. And I say those same words this morning, and I say them with all my heart. Worship team, come. I want to close with John 3.29 out of the KJV now. Bible says, John's words, He that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. And I tell you this morning again with all of my heart, my joy is fulfilled. On behalf of Deborah and myself, our joy, therefore, is fulfilled. As a pastor, as a father, as a friend this morning, my joy is fulfilled. Let's bless the Lord this morning. Let's lift up the name of Jesus. All we have and all we are is because of him. Let's magnify him on this great transition Sunday for all his goodness, for all his mercy. His truth and his mercy last for a thousand generations. On and on and on it goes to be part of a now generation to carry the torch, to bear the sword, to carry the word of God, to honor our Lord Jesus Christ with all our hearts. Let's sing out unto the Lord this morning. Worship and bless him. Let's stand together as we close out the service today.